Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. I am so excited to have Brandy Michelle, the intuitive and empowerment coach, energy healer, and happiness coach on the Go Girl podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashley. I'm honored to be here with you today. I just love that you're a happiness coach because I feel like there are so many people who are walking around living an unhappy life. They they look like they have everything they want, even celebrities sometimes. Like they have everything they want. Um, they fulfill their goals. They uh, seem to be living a good, glamorous, maybe luxurious life. However, internally, there's something still missing. They're still not feeling fulfilled. So I want to talk about that. Like, why is that? Yeah, I really appreciate you teeing that up for me. That is my client, right? Like, when you think about how we've related to happiness, we have thought for so long that happiness is an outcome of success, right? So we are raised to believe that you have these goals, you have these goals, and suddenly you look back and you're like, oh, I've amassed all of this success, right? I'm very financially secure. I've had every job or I'm an entrepreneur that has this amazing business. I've just landed a big show. Whatever you were seeking, you've checked that box and you still feel like something is missing. And that's because we have to really... Uh, do a paradigm shift. We have mm-hmm. to think of happiness as a goal unto itself. Mm-hmm. And when it's its own goal and we start to think about how do we relate to happiness? What does happiness look like for us? How are we defining that? And we have all the tools that we need, right? Because we are successful individuals who've accomplished a lot, but we haven't ever really thought of happiness as a goal that mm-hmm. we have to look to achieve. And once we think about it like that, many successful people are able to take a step back and and realize that it is within reach. Yeah. Because it's within you, right? Exactly. Everything you're searching for is inside of you and we've made it outside of us. And through no fault of our own, I think we're really raised to think that way, right? Because mm-hmm. our parents were raised to think that way and their parents were raised to think that way. And so we've we've gone along this path thinking that success equals happiness. And, and oftentimes we're really trying to achieve in order to get to that place. Yeah. But we have to think about it differently. Yeah. It's like we're constantly working towards something outside of us. What What is like a practical tip that someone can start with on finding their happiness? Yeah. I think that one really practical tip is that you have to know yourself deeply. And I think yeah. part of it is that we're so disconnected to who we are, which is why we have this belief that, that it's outside of us. And once you really connect with yourself, um, you're going to find that happiness comes much easier. And as a little like side of that is that also success comes much easier to you when you're happy. So a very practical tip I think is really just journaling every day. Like Mm -hmm. how do you find time to like, and not like with prompts or anything like that, just really getting everything out of your head onto paper. And you're going to start to think, these are my thoughts. This is what 
I'm sitting with, but not really sitting with. Right. And so when you connect in that much different way to what's going on in your head and you put it outside of you, um, you're going to start to have a much better connection and a better understanding of who you are, what you're here for and how you can um, bring that gift to the world. Totally. I am so about journaling. I was writing for like an hour and a half yesterday. (laughs) I love that. I love journaling. And so like, what is a question maybe someone can start with? And I know you said no prompts, but what is something they can ask themselves first? Like maybe it's defining what does happiness mean to me? Yeah, I think that's a lovely prompt. Like what does happiness mean to me? I often tell people to really start to think about, I think when you're not happy, what shows up in your life is strife and friction and things like that. So what you find is that the path has these kind of bumps in the road. And so one thing that you can do is really ask yourself, right? You're asking your higher self, really, like, why is this happening? And then sit really still, be really quiet with yourself and then journal whatever is the first thing that comes to your mind, right? So our initial thought is oftentimes blame, right? Oh, it's Mm. because such and such, so-and-so, this situation, they were late, they were, you know, they didn't give me everything I needed, right? And so we look outside of us, but really everything happening in our life, friction, strife, even success is a mirror of what's going on inside of us. And so the more that we can connect with that, I think, especially through journaling, the more you're going to understand. So I'd offer to people that take something that's going on in your life that you haven't really been able to make sense of and just sit really still and ask Mm. yourself, like, why is this showing up for me? What's the lesson I'm supposed to get from this? And then you're going to, um, really close that gap. I wonder how people would feel with that though, because some people are afraid of sitting with themselves and really getting deeper because they have to be honest and they have to realize like, oh shoot, I am unhappy because, and it might be like the relationship they're in, the um, company that they're working for, all these things that they thought they wanted, they have it, but it's not looking exactly the way they want it to. And they have to be honest and real and might have to remove themselves from certain situations. I think that's true. I also believe that like as we change the way we view situations that we're part of can also change. And so there are two paths, right? So you can say like, hey, the best next step for me would be to leave this situation. You could also say if I show up differently, the situation may show up differently. And in terms of like that stickiness of sitting with yourself and learning more about yourself and that being challenging, like you really just need to take a step back and say, what's most important, right? Mm -hmm. Do I want to, you know, in this lifetime, really have this sense of purpose, this sense of fulfillment, or do I want to continue really on what is kind of this circular journey Mm -hmm. and the lesson keeps showing up until you get it. So you can like hide from it forever, but it's just going to show up. And I think I oftentimes have my clients uh, kind of write out their um, their life and where have there been sticky points in your life, friction in your life from start to finish. And when they take a step back from that, what they realize is it's really the same lesson. Yep. It's just showing up in different spots. So I'd offer to people, it's okay to get real with yourself. Sometimes it's going to be challenging. Sometimes we're going to release emotion. And that's actually really good for us to help mm-hmm. us move through and move forward. And and really approach it from this space of um, 
of radical responsibility. Like it is my responsibility to change it. And also it's not my fault. And those two things are always true, right? Like all that we've been conditioned and all that we've learned comes from something external to us. So we don't need to blame ourselves, but we do need to take radical responsibility for living the life that we dream of. I love that you said that radical responsibility. And that's like, accountability, which I talk about pretty often. And I also like that you said to me, like, hey, maybe you don't have to remove yourself from the situation, but if you just change, you can see your situation differently. That's very true. I've been at jobs before where there was like friction and I felt unhappy. But then as soon as I changed my thoughts about it, it seems like everything was just peaceful, calm. I felt relaxed. I felt happy again. So it's like you don't have to remove yourself from these situations, but maybe look at it differently. Change your perspective about things. Know that um, don't take much personally, you know, and and change yourself first before requiring changes around you. Because like you said, you'll repeat the lesson. You remove yourself from that job, getting another job, you're unhappy again. You remove yourself from this, that relationship, getting another relationship, the same patterns, you're unhappy again. So look within yourself. Absolutely. Like you are going to be the one thing that's consistent in all of your situations, which yep. means that you have to acknowledge that like there's something about me that is attracting these situations. And, you know, I really help people to kind of take a step back and realize that part of our story, our circumstances, and the rest of it is like our opinion of what's happening. So mm. you and I could go to dinner and we could be sitting at the same exact table, right? And nope. and they could, you know, come and they bring our salmon and yours is cooked medium well, mine's cooked medium well, and then they'll, you know, moving us along to leave the restaurant and then, you know, the music is loud and then I can leave and be like they overcooked my salmon, mm. it was too loud and they were rushing us. And then Ashley, you could say, "Wow, that's exactly how I wanted my salmon cooked and I yep. love that there was so much energy in the room and I was really like having to get to another meeting. So I'm glad that the service was really quick. Now we are sitting at the same table, having the same experience, but we see it very differently. And the only thing that's true is that we had a meal together and they serve salmon. Yeah. Everything else is just our perspective on that situation. And so we can always change that perspective. Thank you for saying that. That was beautiful. A great analogy. <laughs> Um, I do want to ask because I do talk a lot about self-love, self-care, self-discovery on the podcast. And I know that you say um, that purpose, self-worth and self-love are all interconnected. Tell me how. Yeah. First of all, like the way I think about self-worth when someone comes to me and they're like, hey, this isn't showing up in my life and I really don't understand why. Right. Like the first step that we have to take is like, do you believe you're worthy of having that thing? Mm. Right. And I say, and it's pretty direct, but I say, show me your life and I'll show you what you think you're worthy of. Right. Ooh. It's really transparent. Right. So if you're worthy of living a life of purpose, if you know that in your soul, then you'll be living a life of purpose. Yes. Right. Like if you know that you are worthy of of having the job of your dreams, of having a relationship of your dreams, of being healthy, like all of these things show up for you. And so you know, I think it's tricky because sometimes people come to me and they're like, I know I'm worthy of this and I and it's not showing up. And I mean, there is probably like a small amount of time between like you realizing you're worthy and it's showing up. But if it's mm -hmm. been a decade, then I'm pretty <laughs> confident that, you know, there's work to do there, but that's okay, yeah. right? Because yeah. really realization is that first step. And so we've got to have this just innate love for ourselves, right? And that 
I believe you cultivate. I think worthy mm-hmm. is just a knowingness. Everyone is worthy of having the life that they dream as long as they have a good reason. Now, if you just like want to be a billionaire and you can't really like articulate why, why? you want that, then I'm going to probably tell you like that isn't the goal for you. Right. Um, but if you are really clear that, you know, your purpose in life is um, mission driven and it's really to support not just you and your family, but the world writ large, then I'm really confident that there's work that can be done to help you get there. And that those three things really circle around each other in such mm-hmm. a beautiful way that um, there can be this tipping point, right? So today you could be in a place where you're not really aligned around self-worth, self-love and purpose, but as you do the work, right? Because we have to work on all things, you'll get there and it'll be really beautiful. It'll be really beautiful and it'll be so worth it. It'll be so worth worth it. it. It's the best work you'll ever do. I feel like every day we're working on something and, um, And for me, the best work that I can do is on myself. And and anytime I set a goal, I start with kind of what is the internal work that I need to do to align to that goal before I take action to actually Mm -hmm. manifest it outside of myself. How do you work on yourself? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) What is maybe you say you do it every day and I'm the same. Like I said, I was journaling for like an hour and a half yesterday. (laughs) What is something that you do on a daily basis or even just that you did yesterday, maybe to work on yourself. I think three things that I do nearly every day, no one's perfect at anything. Um, but three things I do nearly every day and three things that I tell people, like if you can't afford to work with anyone and if you like never read one thing about how to be the best you, you can be, I recommend these three things. And so one is I always meditate. So I really try to get my brain into this alpha state and I sit in this space where I am, uh, I, I believe in God, but I'm opening myself up to the universe, infinite, intelligent God, my highest self, whatever you want to call it, the divine to bring information to me that I need to move my life forward and to be of service in this lifetime. The second thing that I think is so important, we've mentioned a handful of times is really journaling. So before you and I jumped on today, I was uh, upstairs kind of looking out into San Francisco and I was journaling. And then the third thing uh, that I think is really, really important is having like a really serious gratitude practice. And so Mm. whether I am, you know, in receipt of a parking spot or uh, money that I wasn't expecting, or just this really warm embrace with my six-year-old son, I, I really try to sit in this space of appreciation and knowing that I don't take anything that comes to me for granted. Ah, that was beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) That's all part of my practice too. Meditation in the morning, I journal and then a gratitude journal at night. (laughs) So it's like, that's why I could, I could feel, yeah, I could feel the energy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Let's talk about those like happy moments though. I know you're big on happy moments and people, as we were talking about earlier, think they have to continue working, 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 and then being happy. But sometimes there are small little joyful moments each day. Like what are some examples of happy moments? Yeah. I mean, I try to think like prepay my happy moments for the day. So for instance, today, right? Like I'm on with you. I was really looking forward to our time together. Um, I had a I had an opportunity to walk my son to school. I'm Mm going to have lunch with three very close girlfriends, um, right? And so 
in advance, I'm like, wow, this is going to be an excellent day for me. Right. And so if I set that intention, as I start all of my days and then acknowledge those happy moments as they come. And so I think that life is made of moments. And so if you're always waiting for something to happen to be grateful for, then you're kind of missing out on life, right? And so I I once was sitting with a woman and she was, you know, doing my hair and she was asking me about the work that I do. And, and so I said, well, what are you grateful? And she had like a three-year-old and she was like, I'm so grateful for my child. And that is beautiful. Like you should absolutely be grateful for your child. And also that was like three years ago. Right. And so right. we need to really stay in this constant practice of gratitude. Right. Like I think of, I tell people to think of the universe as you would a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And so Ashley, if after we got off this call, you sent me a note and said, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I did not send any response. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. glad I was on that podcast. <laughs> like, right. should have me on. I think I had some good things to say, right? Like you would probably be like, not only do I not want her back on my podcast, right. but I may not even recommend her to a friend. And if someone mm-hmm. asked me like, hey, how was Brandy on the podcast? You'd be like, she was fine. But like I sent her a note and she didn't say anything in return. And so I want people to think of the universe like that. And not that like, it's not like this quid pro quo, but hey, when you get something in life, you should just pause and say, thank you. And we should be doing that very regularly. And I believe that opens us up to being available for more. Right. And so, and then your life really, I think will move into this state of greater ease, more flow. You'll start to see all of these synchronicities because a, you're on the lookout for it. And the brain is so powerful that it's going to draw to you that which you're seeking. And so if you're seeking good things, then they come to you. Exactly. So beautiful. I feel like we make it sound so easy. And I think it's because we're on this life path because other people are probably like, they call it woo-woo. They call it other things and just don't understand or don't think it could be that easy. And I'm like, it totally is. It it all starts with your mind and what you're thinking of the world. And then it'll come back to you. Like I just, I'm a firm believer in it, but some people think it just sounds too easy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that is true. And what I offer to people who feel like, hey, you know, this isn't easy is just start with something simple, right? Like something that you don't have a lot of energy around. Like it it, it would be hard to just like call in a new house if you think this is woo-woo and you don't believe it, right? Because your brain is going to be really combating that which you're seeking. But if Mm -hmm. you can just say like, hey, you know, I'm going to set an intention that I'm going to get really great parking spots for the week, right? Like there's no like collective consciousness about parking spots. You aren't raised to believe a certain thing about parking spots, right? Like, so it's just something really easy that I say, start with that. Start to see if you can like align your brain to getting you into this space where you're calling in something. And then I think you start to build the muscle, right? Because we have to give people something easy to see that they are co-creating their own reality Mm -hmm. because otherwise they think that the world is happening to them and the world isn't happening to us. It can feel that way, but we can really step outside of that and 
and harness the power of our brain to have this really beautiful life that you're actively co-creating. Yes, co-creating. I love that. When you look at it that way, life becomes fun. It becomes enjoyable. You know, everything is happening as it should. And you start seeing it that way. And even if some negative things might happen, you'll know like, okay, it's a lesson in this somewhere. I know things are going to get right back on track. And you'll you'll just start seeing things all a shift in the perspective. Totally, totally. totally. Yes. We do also talk a lot about relationships on this podcast. Um, my mission is to encourage women to have healthier relationships with themselves and others. So I do want to ask the question, like, what role do you think that love and intimacy play in happiness? Oh, I love that. I would love people to get to a point where where they don't believe anything external to them is a source of their happiness and that their happiness is a source of all things external to them. Mm. And so, so I believe that happy people have happy relationships, right? And I believe that happy (laughs) people have great jobs. And I believe that happy people are healthy. And I think that there is this umbrella of happiness that allows for a cascade of happiness in your life. I think that when we are disconnected from happiness, that I I think of life as having three legs to a stool is how I explain it. And so Mm -hmm. one of those legs are health and wellness. So that's like people maybe trying to be thin or people may be trying to be healthy or they may have an illness they're looking to move through. And then one leg is the relationships that you just mentioned, both with self, others, and uh, loving relationship with a significant other. And then the third leg of the stool is really careers, finance, and success. And so I think if you're unhappy, inevitably one or two of those legs of the stool is going to be really not operating at full throttle. When you are happy and you're prioritizing joy, I think all legs of your stool have this ability to be really beautiful. And so I offer to people that, again, don't seek anything outside of you to bring you joy, to be your own source of joy. And then you're just going to attract so many beautiful things to you, including Mm -hmm. a life partner. Yes, I totally believe that. I I believe that I'm in a really good, healthy, happy relationship in two years now and um just super happy full of joy just got engaged now oh congratulations (laughs) let's take a moment to celebrate that i (laughs) i love love right like i think we are meant to be in community with others and i think that when you can really show up in the world as your whole self that you're you just attract really beautiful humans into your mm-hmm. space. And that's when we have these really loving relationships. And, and I think it's challenging when relationships are a source of our lessons because Ooh. it's there in a big way every day, yeah. <laughs> right? Because yeah. you can't like, like, it's not like work where you turn it off and you go away. Like your relationship is always there. And so I love that for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's why it's so important for me like to 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 talk to women about like choosing better and everything because like you said that is a big portion of your life with yes. someone else and they can build you up or break you down like yes. but it depends on who you're choosing. Right. I agree. Yeah. But I would say, you know, my radical responsibility. I love it. Yep. You're there, you're building yourself up or breaking yourself down kind of when we do make these choices. And I think we're 
attracting. Like I've been married for eight and a half years and I've been with the love of my life for 11 years. And he is, as I say, perfect for me. And I think that when you get to this space of like being able to be in a relationship that's easy and you kind of think back to when that hasn't been the case, right? Like I think those lessons were there for me and I'm glad that I was able to learn them because it, it really prepared me to be in this really um, amazing yep. relationship now. Same yeah. story, same yes, story. I love it. A little earlier, you said joy quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And I was on your Instagram doing a little stalking, but research. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I saw a video that says, let's prioritize joy over success. Mm-hmm. So let's get into that. Share with me a little bit more because again, like we said, people think, oh, because you're successful in the area, maybe business, you have all the happiness and joy in the world. But let's talk about it for real. Let's prioritize joy over success. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I think that um, we are in this world where by oftentimes, you know, people by every outward measure, people think that they're really happy and they're really successful. And we are everything we're seeking to achieve in the world. I believe it's because we think it will bring us happiness. Mm. So we think it will make us joyful. And so, again, if you can say, I am going to think about my happiness as the foremost, most important thing that I do in the world. So for me, for instance, like I won't even really wash my dishes unless I feel like, okay, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to clean the kitchen. It's going to be amazing, you know, and I'm going to turn on some music and it's just going to be a really fun time. Right. Mm. But if it's like something that is like, grudging for me that day, then I won't really embark upon it. Right. Hopefully my husband will pick up the slack. Right. And so (laughs) you're just, you have to be in this space of really thinking that everything I'm choosing to bring into my life, I bring it in for my greatest and highest good, which is to be happy. Right. And so what, what we what I tell people is that all that you're seeking, it's because you think it's going to bring you joy and you're not going to get there on this path of like worry, anxiety, fear. Right. And so we, and I'm like, those two things are so disconnected, right? We have these really dense emotions that we can feel all the time and we think we're going to get here, but instead we have to shift that and say, I'm going to be here already, regardless Mm -hmm. of my external circumstances. And then I'll more easily align to those external circumstances. Right. And so I think that when you prioritize joy over success, success is inevitable. Yes. Totally hear that. So what I'm hearing in this whole conversation pretty much is radical responsibility. It starts with you, all the joy, all the happiness that you want, Seek it within you first. Get those practical tips such as the gratitude journal, regular journaling, meditation, moving your body, finding little moments of happiness every single day to build that up, build that muscle to where you notice happiness around you all of the time. And then that'll attract more happiness, more happy moments, more uh, fulfillment at your job, in your relationship, within yourself, within your friendships, all of that. Well stated. And I also think what's so important is that when you find yourself off track, just know that you can choose again, right? Like I think we get into this space of like, oh, I'm having a bad day, but you don't have to have an entire day that's bad. You can have a moment 
Yep. where you're off track and you just quickly pivot back, right? Yep. And you choose again and you choose again and you choose again. And when you keep choosing joy instead of allowing really a snowball effect of these really dense emotions of anxiety, worry, fear, then you're going to be in this really beautiful place. Yes, love that. And I love that um, sometimes you might just have a bad moment. Don't mm-hmm. claim a bad day because more bad things might happen. Exactly. Say, okay, that was a bad moment. Shake it off. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. One last question, Brandy. It's been a yeah. pleasure having you on a podcast. What does self-love mean to you? Yeah, self-love means that above all else, I know that innately I am worthy of being loved both by myself, both yeah. externally. It's this really idea of that. I find myself beautiful. I find myself funny. I I'm really happy with who I am. I'm happy with how I show up in the world and that which I'm giving. I can give myself, you know, feedback, but I know that at all moments that um, I am love and I am loved. Yes. I love that. Brandy, such a joy to have you on a podcast. Where can people find you? You can find me at www.brandymichelle.com. You can find me on Instagram at Brandy Michelle, and you can also find me on Twitter and uh, LinkedIn. And last question, just, I know I thought I was wrapping up, but one more question. What are some things that make you happy since we're talking about happiness? What are some things? Oh, I love that. Um, I believe fundamentally that I'm always happy. Now, the things that I enjoy (laughs) doing. First of all, I love how you got so excited and even more happy. (laughs) I felt happy for you. (laughs) Yes, I am like, I try to really sit in this space of, of happiness as often as possible. But the things that I really enjoy doing are spending time with my six-year-old. I live right uh, in front of a national park here in San Francisco. So I like to run out there and just Mm -hmm. like walk through the park and see the awe of these, you know, trees that have lived for hundreds of years and to ground. I love being near the ocean. I love traveling with my family, reading and cooking. Yeah. Yeah. See? All of those things, girls, can make you happy. Cooking, reading, spending time with family, all of those things. And it doesn't cost a dime. I love it. Brandy Michelle, it's been a pleasure having you on the Go Girl podcast. I want to say go girl to you for being happy and sharing your happiness and your love and your joy with everyone and with the podcast. So thank you so much and go girl. Oh, thank you, Ashley, so much for having me. I love that you're doing this beautiful podcast and bringing these messages to the world because they're so needed. And uh, back at you. Go, girl. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate and leave a review. And be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.